Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Strife's Sanctum. My name is Citizen Strife, and this week, and potentially next week, now that I think about it, I'm actually going to shed my normal, I'm usually happy-go-lucky, or reasonable, or, like, positive interpretation of shows, because... How would I put this? This is one of those shows that I had very high hopes for going in. Especially coming off of the first season. And then it completely died a death. I'm talking about, of course, The Rising of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero Season 2. And if you guys recall, one of the first reviews I did when I started up my podcast... Shield Hero Season 1 was one of the first ones that I did. And a lot of that had to do with the way now for me, as the main character, was being um, put upon by everyone in the world. He was ostracized, is the best term. He was ostracized by the king, his supposed party members, the religious connections and people around the world because the shield hero is meaningless he's he doesn't do anything it's pathetic and then they ended up finding out that he had an affair with malty otherwise known as bitch so he was ostracized and then you know it was an amazing start and i think it ended up carrying itself this air of now for me being an under, a misunderstood misanthrope who's going to take that anger out on people. So it gave now for me a bit of a snark. Then you add in Raftalia and Philo as good characters. You still had here and there a lot of edgier sections to the show. And, you know, some good action scenes here and there. And they played around with the S.H.I.E.L.D. concepts quite a bit. It wasn't a perfect show. But between that and, say, the opening theme, I was always, like, really impressed by it. So, to say S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero was one of the things I was looking forward to the most. And this was in the same season as Spy X Family coming out. So, it was Spy X Family and this. And you can tell which one's better. <laughs> um, uh, uh, oh. And... On one of these rare occasions, this is uh, normally I try to do some prep work, you know, just like a general outline of things that I remember or can do to talk about. Unfortunately, this is something that I remember so vividly, even though it's been just a couple of months ago, that pisses me off so much. Because, as I said, Shield Hero was not perfect by any means but it felt like one of the best shows that I'd seen a couple of years ago so to find out that they completely dropped the ball in so many goddamn ways it's frustrating so now I'm gonna talk about it because why the fuck not because I have a lot of things to talk about there are some good things not a complete waste of a season, but as far as things that die to death and I almost don't want to keep watching, this is probably top of my list. 
Because there were questions. I've gotten questions from people uh, like my friends at Lego who are anime fans. Should I watch Shield Hero 2? And uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. I've heard reviews on Reddit that called it a 2 out of 10 season, which I agree with. It's this bad. Um, but we'll start with something that wasn't in their control. And again, I'm watching the dub version, so if you're, you know, sub only, this may or may not affect you at all. But uh, one of the things that was unfortunate and they could not control was the unfortunate passing of Billy Kamitz. And this was in the summertime, right as this show was coming out and being simul-dubbed, because they got everybody else back. You know, they got Erica Mendez as Ralph Talia, they got Brina... Uh, Brianna Knickerbocker is Philo, so main cast is all who they were. But the linchpin of the show was Billy Kamitz as Nalfami, and he brought such a like dark intensity. His voice was just so like when he got angry, or even when he was just kind of unnerved or perturbed. Kamitz always just had this like deep festering feel to him, and it just brought something. Again. There's nothing that could have been done. All I will say is fuck cancer. I think we can all agree that cancer took him away. He was younger than I was. That sucks so bad. So, of course, that had a weighing impact on me watching the show. Because, yes, Stephen Fu was brought in. They didn't really have a choice. They had to recast him. And it's weird because there are other games like Soul Hackers 2 or Somnium Files 2 where I've heard Kamitz's voice, you know, posthumously. And it's an unnerving feeling because he was one of my favorite recent voice actors, and especially for this role. I think if he was there, I think I would have at least liked the show better. And it's not even Fu's fault. It's one of those things where they couldn't control the situation. Fu does his best, and on occasion, like when he screams or whatever, he sounds fine. And as a standalone situation, I think they did the best they could under duress. But it, it does frustrate me because there's it sets the tone in a bad way. Because you're already fighting upstream, having to replace a character without consent or without control so that you have to fight with that every single time he's on screen as the main character. But then a lot of the things that happen in the show would have been bad regardless. Because I'm going to spoil a few things through the review, so consider this a spoiler review of sorts. I'm not going to go through point by point, but we start off basically after the wave. There were like three episodes. I stopped season one after the trial, after Malty and her father basically get browbeaten and almost executed by the, by the queen. Because I felt that was a perfect end point. The show had three or four other episodes to build to the second season, which felt more like OVAs, I suppose, because they were fighting this crazy high-end demon girl monster called Glass. They introduced a couple of other characters, so I felt like I was kind of off. You know, I was like three or four episodes off at the time because I had a logical stopping point and I didn't really finish season one, technically. But it doesn't take much to get into it. Basically, there's a big-ass fucking thing that's going to be coming and crushing the world. 
And that's one of your biggest problems is they is they build up this giant thing known as the Spirit Taurus. And they spend like six episodes fighting this Spirit Tortoise thing. It's fine because the battles and all the cool effects and shit, and it's nice to have a bombastic situation. But I don't really feel an engagement with this whole spirit tortoise thing. It's a force of nature villain, and it's not even a villain. It's more of like misunderstood nature coming to beat the shit out of you kind of thing. And, of course, there are more going into it. But the idea is Nalfami and his group and the Queen's forces are trying to stop it from stomping things and taking spirit energy and whatnot. And that's fine. I think they could have condensed it into three episodes instead of six, and that would have, you know, solved the issue. The pacing of the first six episodes is fucking awful because you're spinning your wheels trying to figure out the answer to all these problems. It reminds me of watching... Oh, God, what was that show? Inspector, a couple of years ago. It, it fancied itself as a sort of standalone detective fiction with yokai in it with this character who's kind of a kind of a smart ass and they do these like small missions here and there and you know the, these yokai and whatever and then they go and they spend seven episodes making a satire of social media because that's how you're supposed to beat the big bad of the season it reminded me of that, but at the first part of the show. The best parts of shows should be the beginning and the end. If you're going to tra trail on and drag, it should be in the middle. The sad part is the middle is the best part of the show, but I'll get there. The, sh the shield tortoise situation is they're building this up and they're building this up as this crazy thing that needs to be stopped because it's going to sap the energy of surrounding villages and destroy everything. And that's fine. But again, you're spending six episodes telling what could be done in three. Usually, side stories should be told in two or three or maybe even four episodes. If you go any longer than that telling any specific story, you run the risk of, of fatigue. When you add in the fact that the Spirit Tortoise was mostly there to reveal this season's villain known as Kyo, it's fine, okay. Kyo's gonna do something mean and awful. That's great. Okay. So we've established we have a villain for this thing. That's that's fine. I mean, to an extent, Malti and Moriyasu and whatever were the villains of the piece, and they, they fought the church, but it never felt like Shield Hero was fighting anything other than the waves. Whatever. Need a big bad guy? That's fine. But did you need to spend six episodes building up a thing that was slow building and dumb for it to happen? Not really. You had two other issues happening during this tortoise, the spirit tortoise arc. You had the unveiling of a character known as Rishia. And Rishia is the type of character that drives me insane. I hate them as protagonists, I hate them as side characters, and it, mostly it revolves around the, um, and even her story's kind of doofy when you get down to it, and I'm not saying she as a character, or I believe it was Kira Buckland who did the voice acting for her, I'm not saying it's their fault, 
I'm saying those characters in general are kind of a waste of time. Rishia is just kind of mousy, kind of just, I don't want to find anything. She She's always doing this scream, it, it, and she, they call her on it. Like, it's supposed to be some funny gag she does. She goes, eh? You know, so you could tell she's, like, screaming or panting or whatever, and it's one of those type of characters. Her whole thing is she's a weak-ass person who was saved by one of the cardinal heroes, and she was in his party, but she sucked balls. So she ended up joining Nalfami instead. And it was the, hey, I learned to be self-reliant and be super powerful, and she does it. But until she gets to that point, the the show does its damnedest to to focus all of its energy, not on Raftalia, the awesome side character that Nalfumi has, not Philo, the awesome mascot character that Nalfumi has, or not Nalfumi himself, because we've established them. Now we're building up this other girl. Is she is is she there for for Nalfumi? No. She's there for somebody else. We're spending perfectly good amounts of time building up another character so that supposedly she can go back and join a different hero and a different thing. So we're building self-esteem. No. And then at the same time, while this whole sh- uh, spirit tortoise nonsense is happening and Rishi is stealing screen time from the three characters that matter, you have this other main female lead whose name is Ost Horai. And, you know, she's a lot better in that she's the older type of woman and she has a lot more uh, sympathetic reasoning because she's involved with the spirit tortoise. She's either familiar or the spirit of the spirit tortoise itself. It's, it's fucking complicated. But she at least knows what's going on and she has plot relevance. And I don't mind characters like that, especially when they have intensity and... You know, she's not meant to be an intense character, you know, but she's like a motherly figure, which is nice because you haven't really had that in this show. But what that ends up doing, and this is shown later on with other characters, is that it's slowly starting to dawn on you. And it did a little bit in season one that S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero is starting to become a harem show. And you didn't need to do that. Not every show needs to be an isekai. Not every show needs to be a goddamn harem. Not every show needs to have every single new character be female just because. Oh, hey, I like the new. I I like the main character. Let's make Raftalia jealous because we all know what's gonna fucking happen. It's Raftalia or bust. So you don't need to fucking pussy whip the viewer into thinking. Ooh, we could do that. No, it, it's dumb. And uh, I like that, but I think the show over relies on female characters in general because of that fact. This is not a harem show. It had no reason to be a harem show. So stop trying to make it a goddamn harem show. We don't need that. What I wanted from this show was either the Nalfami is browbeaten by society bullshit, or Raftalia and Philo fight amongst each other for the affections of Nalfami while they go and do crazy D&D bullshit. That's what the show was. And the first six episodes of this season were so fucking dumb and dragged on, it, nothing happened. Thankfully, the middle part of the show is the most S.H.I.E.L.D. hero part of it. They end up in this place called the Infinite Labyrinth. 
and they find, guess what, another girl. But it happened upon that this girl, Kizuna, is the best character of the whole fucking season. So she has, she fights with this, like, blade that can't strike anybody, so she actually fights with a fishing pole, which is weird, but go with it. So she can hook things and just wrench them back and forth so other people can do damage or weird other shit. So she's part of the Cardinal Heroes of this world, which is more based in Japan. It's not Japanese, but it's pseudo-Japan, basically. And that stuff's cool. Naofumi and his party going into different places, doing different things, and doing shield hero type shenanigans in a different world. They're trying to track down Kyo and trying to gain their powers back. And Kizuna is holding the show barely together by by force of will. Because, yes, again, it's another female character, but she's not really fighting for the affections of Naofumi. It's too much. You know, Raftalia gets a new power. Philo becomes a new pretty bird because Philo's a fucking pretty bird. Yeah, that's what I meant. I almost said a bad, bad phrase. But basically, Philo looks pretty in a different way because she was the giant freaking chocobo girl in the first season. Now she's like a small hummingbird in this world. It's cool. But Philo doing Philo things, which is cute. Raftalia doing Raftalia things because she's the, the strength user and the party you know whatever it's starting to finally fall back into place and you know you got this new new locale that's all you know feudal japan looking it's it's kind of neat all of the designs are feudal japan and I'm a, I'm a sucker for that shit especially since the first part of the show the first season was set in D world you know kings and dragons and demons and more dragons and shit because the waves apparently occur in every world, in everything. And Kyo is trying to do his damnedest to fuck around with Naofumi and the party and siphon their energy and shit. So he, that's why they spent so long with the spirit tortoise bullshit. And things go along and go along and go along. And by then, we're almost done. So I already know that the season's almost done. But almost like a last insult, they finally track down the villain of the piece and they try to tell you... Like, what is this guy's motivation, right? Something that gets lost in all of the D&D bullshit is the fact that this was an isekai. So you had the whole everybody's a neat and they were transferred from another world and whatever. And it's all stats and, you know, other video game bullshit, which honestly doesn't come up anymore or shouldn't. And then you're reminded of it and it's kind of it's kind of dumb. Like, Naofumi is a neat to an extent, but he never comes across as a guy whose whole existence is defined by it. What they end up telling you is that Kyo, this big bad who's been siphoning energy and creating all these monsters and deciding to destroy the world via the waves, turns out he's a neat. He's a fat nerd in front of a computer screen. Okay. So, you're telling me he's a neat transported to another world and he's going to revel in his desires as a second chance to fuck around with humanity because instead of being a stupid fat nerd he's a stupid evil genius with dorky glasses okay kind of waste of a first part of the 12th episode where we have to finish the fucking show because we gotta kill this guy whatever but 
so so between the spirit tourist thing and Kyo being just a stupid neat, we're we're fighting upstream. We're fighting upstream, but Kizan is still there. It's still good. And then they end up killing the guy via the power of friendship. <laughs> I I wish I was lying. So there's been an undercurrent in the first season about the Naofumi shield being cursed. Like if he ever gets pissed off, he succumbs to the power of anger and it just blows shit up. So instead of letting Kyo goad Naofumi into blowing shit up via anger, they do the they do the stupid thing where where Raftalia, Rishia, Philo, and others like take his hands and try to just like no we're we're with you the entire way and we're gonna save you and then it just becomes this crazy beam of friendship light and it destroys the guy. I wish I was making that up, but I'm not. A beam of friendship light blows up the main villain, and that's the end of season two. At least that's what I thought. Um, unfortunately, as if that wasn't enough, they spend another episode, a 13th episode, talking about something that could have been put in episode 8 or 9, where we're talking about Raftalia getting clothes to make Naofumi look look at her nicely. And the ending of the show is Ost talking about... Uh, what it's like to be intimate with somebody. So they're doing the teaser with Rough Talking. And I'm like, God damn it. Did I need a 13th episode for this? So it's out of order. So it's not only that. It's the fact that a lot of shows recently have been pulling, like, we're at 12 episodes. We're going to finish. And then they put a 13th episode that has nothing to do. Or even worse, in the case of Wonder Egg Priority, a recap episode. That's going to end the season great. So stuff out of order is placed way later in the fucking show to fill time. <sighs> oh, God. I had such high hopes for Shield Hero. I really did. And uh, there are still sections. There are still sections of Shield Hero that are still kind of knee-deep in there. I I do hope... And I don't know if anybody really likes season two or if they just kind of, because I don't even know if Shield Hero was well liked. And I mean, the, the fact it was given a second season says it's a very popular show. I imagine Raftalia and Philo are really popular characters. That's who you should be focusing on. I don't need this dumb panty waist Rishia character. If you're going to introduce characters and inter introduce people like Kizuna who have some like charm to them but don't make the show a harem show we don't need that because now for me is going to just travel from place to place and do you know shield hero things with two characters that he respects and likes and sort of loves build that shit that's the sort of shenanigans you can do short-term episodes doing stuff in different places that sort of thing is kind of neat and kind of fits with the vibe of shield hero as this misanthrope who actually is actually a pretty decent like merchant and you know survivor and has business sense and intelligence and is able to kind of like think like a macgyver he's like macgyver but with a shield those kinds of things and then if you're going to do stupid fan service do, do it with the characters that actually matter. So, Shield Hero 2 is a big waste of fucking time. 
and I I feel dumb for having watched it. But I guess you have to watch shit that you don't like to realize that there are shit you don't like. Because, again, I've been fair. There are some games that I like and loathe that don't really care for, but I would still defend to an extent. There's no defending this. This was a 7.5 or an 8, you know, in my head. It's not like the best show on the planet, but I still enjoyed it. This season was a 2. Everything that could have gone wrong, pacing-wise, character-wise, and motivation-wise, did go wrong. And I really fucking hope that whoever wrote this ends up figuring the fuck out, because I don't know if I could handle another season of this junk. Which is a real shame. So would I recommend it? Absolutely fucking no. I would not. So if you liked season one... Imagine this season doesn't exist, because that's probably what I'm going to do. But anyway, that'll do it for me. So now we're into the October recordings. We're going to do October stuff. So next week, speaking of stuff that kind of pisses me off, but I'll do my best to be charitable, is Kingdom Hearts. Oh boy, can I maintain my composure for that one? I sure hope so, because things that I've been pissed off about Shield Hero, I could go on for days about Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> but... To be fair, the first game, I won't be mean to it. I'll, I will, I will, I will level with you there. After that, Helsing and Helsing Ultimate. After that, Silent Hill 2 and the Silent Hill 2 remaster. I'm gonna try and watch both versions, and then Ghost Stories dub. So we've got a full slate for October, and I already have things in mind as to what I'm gonna do in November. But I'll get to those when I need to. However, that'll do it for me. I'll see you guys next time. Citizen Strive, signing off.